Welcome to the Rogue Tailboard Podcast, where firemen are fired up and minimal is unacceptable. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode. It is Saturday, December 11th, and it's been a very busy week. I've been out of town at a college nearby that has a very wonderful fire training grounds just atmosphere they specialize in a lot of other classes but they're also well known for their technical rescue technician classes and i just finished up my confined space that was a very unique class i'm a very broad-shouldered man I'm at about 6'2", 250 pounds, and we had to go through diameter culverts of 2 feet, 3 feet in max. And, you know, we're training for the real-life aspects of this to come and learn everything that's considered to be a confined space. And for those that have never dabbled into that or have even looked at it or are familiar with it, when you can't see your victim to where you can just do a quick grab with your SCBA air, you have to be attached to a supplied airline. And at the same time, you have a communications line. And then you have your harness that you're going to package your patient in. And when you're the first rescuer going into the unknown, you have to manage all of that on top of your separate air cylinder bottle in case for whatever reason your supply line fails and that's your emergency skate pack so you have all this that you're having to manage while inchworming through a confined space for a number of length footage yardage however you want to call it before you might get lucky and have an open room to get on your knees before you have to make another turn because there's no telling what type of scenarios a lot of these victims will be found in. So we just got multiple repetitions of multiple evolutions and multiple scenarios. And um, if you're not comfortable in finding your happy place and you think you're slightly claustrophobic, you will definitely overcome that or realize real quick that that class is not for you. However, it was very complex and you had to think a lot on your tasks, what you're doing, what's next, and it kept you on track. So I was very thankful for that. And there are some times when I was there, I was wondering, why am I doing this? And I thought on it, thought hard on it. Yes, I want, if you've been following my episodes, hearing kind of my personal story as I'm sharing these, you know, I'm wanting to chase the uh, fulfillment of being a actual rescue technician. And that's to become a technician and all the certified disciplines for that you know right now i've got my swift i got my confined january i'll have my ropes too to be considered a true ropes tech you know i'm taking hazmat tech as well and so i've been asking myself this question why are you doing all this what's your why you know i I could choose to just you know i don't want to make the sound bottom level or lower tier but you can be just that fireman at your department with your district and just be very successful at that 
And as honorable as that still is, I'm wired a little different when I was exposed by some individuals and just learning new things that there's this rescue technician and special operations. And these are the guys and girls that have gone above and beyond normality to truly be able to go through extreme measures to save that life. And there's an acquired skill. There's an acquired knowledge. There's an acquired discipline that's all extra and in addition to just being your your one-man fireman, so to say. Just trying to speak polite without just being blunt and stepping on toes. But uh, I've been asking myself that a lot lately is, what's your why? And there's a purpose behind everything you do. Whether it be, like in my case, wanting to obtain all these personal rescue technicians to be a true rescue technician. Or you are wanting to get that promotion because of, to a company officer or a battalion chief because you and your heart of hearts are wanting to do it because you know you can make a better difference for your battalion or for your shift, for your department. Versus the other motive of just wanting to have that point of authority and kind of have a money grab. You know, there's a purpose behind you wanting to constantly lift, wanting to constantly train, or to study on specific disciplines. But why? Why do you do it? I mean, there's something inside of you that is keeping you motivated, and there's something that is keeping you driven and focused on that task. And so starting off, why did you become you know, a fireman or a first responder or whatever profession of choice it is, if you're listening, ask yourself that question. Okay, well, why did I choose this job? Was it because it was just readily available and it seemed fun and like some good money at the same time? Or, oh, I just, I wanted to help people. So I just want to be a first responder or a firefighter. Well, firsthand, even being a candidate on our interviewing panel, Yes, that, that is a very, in my opinion, very cliched and very overused answer. I just wanted to help people. There's a big, to me, there's a big difference in helping others and taking extreme measures to save life, like I just spoke on earlier. Right, if you, you can help people by opening doors for them. You can help people by bringing their groceries in. There, there's all different kinds of ways that you can help others. And while that's all still great and that's all still beneficial, when you become a fireman or you become, you know, a paramedic or police officer, anything in the first responder realm, there's a a more in-depth approach to just helping others. Because all those other scenarios I just listed off, you know, just being the good Samaritan and all that good jazz, are those same good Samaritans that are quick to help open up a door for an elder who's got their walking cane to help assist them? Are those same good-hearted people going to be the ones that are at 3 a.m. without hesitation finding the seat of a fire in a two-story structure where there's just smoke showing, there's no flames visible yet? So, I mean, there you've got to understand there's, there's a big in-depth difference. So I'm going to touch on the latter side of that because most of my audience is firemen or first responders that have to go to those extreme measures to help save life or preserve property. So I'll always have that internal motivation, you know, or we have people that inspire us to stay on our, our mission. And I like to think a lot of my guests are listening. They're probably 
listening to others that I find a lot of great value in. If I start naming them, you know, I'm going to feel bad by forgetting some, but there's a few that are very prominent in my immediate replay list of once something new comes out, I am just a sponge soaking up everything they are. And so you have those external motivations that will help inspire you and keep you on, on your mission. And internally, you know, you ask yourself, what, why am I doing this? You know, for me personally, why am I chasing down the technical rescue? Well, because that to me is something that I've wanted to do when I've learned about it. When shit honestly really hits the fan and our local resources are overwhelmed, I want to be that individual that truly helps a brother out and helps a neighboring department out because they're overloaded, they're overwhelmed. And in order to do that, I've got to know these specific disciplines. And also another one of my whys is if that was my wife or my family that was in a flooded home or was trapped underneath a tornadic event in our town and I'm away on work, I want to know what it what it's going to take to save them so that way I can save someone else's wife, someone else's husband, someone else's children the way that I hope they would be willing to do for my family. I've always just wanted to go the extra step because when you get comfortable and you're just happy being that tillboard or just happy being that local company officer, yes, as honorable as that is, there's so much more you can be doing with your career. There's so much more you can be pushing yourself towards, in my opinion. Now, I know not everyone's like that, and that's not a knock, stab, or slam on them by any means. Hey, I'm very happy for what you're choosing to do in life. My journey is different. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Everyone's mission is different. So comparing two people and their journeys, it's it's not fair and it's not just. And quite frankly, I don't think that needs to be occurring. So all of us have that internal motivation that helps inspire us to stay on our mission. And as I was preparing for this episode today, I looked online and I was reading different Different other mindsets, because I like to get an all-angle approach. I just don't like to think everything that I come up with is just grand and take it to the bank. I, I like gathering multiple outlooks on a, t- on a topic. So on this article on tracking happiness titled, What's Your Why? They listed five steps on helping you understand your why. The first step they said is, why do I do this? Like we kind of already touched about you know, I've had a lot of feedback from a lot of you listeners that you love enjoying my podcast while you're working out or while you're jogging or doing cardio. So as you're doing that right now, listening to this, why are you doing that? Why, why are you getting that cardio road work jog in right now? Is it therapeutic for you? Is it helping you stay on your discipline of your cardiovascular shape to perform tasks just to stay fit? You know, why, why are you doing what you're doing right now? You know, why are you on this mission of yours? And the second question to ask yourself is, why do I value this over that? So why do you value doing those morning runs on a daily basis versus just waking up and getting your cup of coffee and just kind of going through the flow of the day? You know, for my instance, why do I value the technical rescue application of life versus just your regular fire ground operations life? What's the value I find in that? 
another question you ask yourself. Question three is why am I not happy when fill in the blank happens? And so this resonated with me this week too when I was gone out of town. You know, we had to live the hotel life. And I was with my captain. So we, we ate out. We, you know, we enjoyed a couple of drinks and stuff like that while we were off the clock and away from training. Just kind of debriefing, getting our getting ourselves unwound. Well, truth be told, in doing that, my mind frame was not as disciplined as it should have been when I'm back home. As far as my whole routine was thrown off. I didn't do my morning runs. I didn't do my evening workouts. I did the first night, but after that, I just, I didn't. I said, you know, I'm just going to put all my focus and all my effort into this class and just really enjoy my downtime and just be ready for class the next day. Well, I disrupted my routine and quite frankly, inside, I wasn't happy about that because like, man, you, now you're behind a week from everything that you put forth going into this class. I'm now behind a week and I got to catch up. Now I got to get back into that rhythm, get back into that grind and routine of getting your run in and getting your push-ups and getting your workout in. So it kind of stressed me out a little bit. And that's question number four here in this article is why am I stressed now? Well, I'm stressed now because I allowed that to happen. I allowed that lack of discipline to come in because it's just four days. We're just going to bang out this class. We're going to retain all that. And I just kind of slacked on my, my personal routine. So if you're stressed right now, ask yourself, why are you stressed? Get to the bottom root of that. You know, are you stressed that you can only get a two mile run in and, you know, 24 minutes, 12 minute mile times, you know, is that stressing you out? Is that not where you want to be? Or man, I've been working so hard. I've only, I can only bench press 315. I don't know why, but I've been stuck here. I'm at a plateau or why are you stressed on maybe the specific culture in your department? You know, why are things the way they are right here? So why am I stressed now? dissect that, figure out why you are in that stressful situation and start helping to alleviate how you can fix that stress. Are there things that you can truly control? Is it things that truly matter? You know, or is it just out of sheer boredom that you are playing the gossip rumor mill and just being enjoyed with drama because it's slightly entertaining to you? That comes to our fifth and final question that this article discusses is why? Why does it all matter? So obviously you're a passionate person. Or you wouldn't be wanting to understand why you're motivated to do the things you're doing. But you got to ask yourself, why does it all matter? And if it truly does matter to you, then it truly will bring you great value to learn what is keeping you on this path. So on my path that I'm taking right now, like I've shared in the past, I've recently just finished the Audible David Goggins Can't Hurt Me. I'm in the middle of Jocko Willink's Extreme Ownership. These are all class these are all topics and books that were brought to my light as a on a personal level before you start really diving into fire service related books. Get these concepts and get these understood to you. 
And then when you're able to truly embrace that and put that into application of your daily life, that gives you a, a better mindset to a lot of these other books that are now fire service specific. So that's the choice I made and that's the choice that I'm partaking as I'm trying to fill my overall self-growth mission here. And so all this is what matters to me. But however, you must understand your mission before you begin to ask yourself these questions. You know, and we all have a mission. So what's your mission? And I believe if you say you don't have one, you're just lying to yourself. Pardon me, my wife's trying to sneak up in here, acting like I don't see her <laughs> in the middle of this episode here. But, uh, but yes, why are you why are you on this mission of yours? You know, and like I said previously in this episode, you can sit there and think that, oh well, man, that dude's mission is whatever he's on. He's trying to get on this goal of losing seventy pounds in you know five months. There's no way that's possible. Or, man, I'm just happy to see myself run one mile in the morning when I wake up. Well, that's too easy. That's easy stuff, man. You know, that's, that is tension and turmoil that's unnecessary. So don't compare where you're at with someone else because we're all on different levels. Comparison is not ideal. But you are lying to yourself, I believe, if you say you're not on a mission. I just wake up and whatever life throws at me, I'm happy. I'm just trying to trying to make it through the day. Well, boom, there's your mission. You're just trying to make it through the day. So why, why are you trying to make it through the day? Why do you value making it through the day versus not making it through the day? You know, why am I not happy when this happens is I'm just trying to make it through the day. Okay. Well now I'm stressed. So you see where I'm getting at with this? There's always a mission you have, whether you think you do or don't. Some are laser pointed, pin sharp on it, and they know exactly what they're trying to achieve. And they know that it's not going to come overnight or it might not come the next two months. But they stay the course on it. They stay the mission. So once you know your mission, you can begin to understand why you're on it and what's going to keep you on it. And in order to find your why, you have to take a good, long, hard stare into the accountability mirror and be real with yourself. And that's something I didn't come up with. I just recently heard that and they can't hurt me audio with uh, David Goggins. Yes, he's a very intense man. I know that his approach and mindset may not be for everybody, but it did help resonate with me. And in there, he did talk about he got himself a separate mirror and he'd write quotes on it or he'd write little bulletin points reminding him where he was from and what he's trying to achieve. And he'd have to look at that mirror every morning before he woke up and did anything and he had to get real with himself. He'd remind himself where he came from and he reminded him of what's to come. I think that's awesome. So you got to look at that. You just got to look at yourself and realize why are you wanting to do what you're doing? And hopefully you can start to execute that and start to build up that discipline. And now you're on a, you know, you're on a routine, you're on a regimen. Okay, well, great. Things are looking great. And for me personally, I know everyone's a little different, but when I was, Two and a half, maybe three weeks into this running, you know, two miles a day. I mean, there are some weeks where I ran six miles every three days, just getting it in. And then I'm like, well, man, let's tone it down just a notch. We're still going to continue on that run. We're just not going to go as hard. So after about two and a half weeks of that, there's a time to where your mind, your body's already sore. 
All right. My shins were hurting in places I didn't think they'd ever hurt because of the constant run. I was just feeling it. But at the same time, I was feeling the fruits of it. My cardio was way better. My breathing on air was a lot better, a lot more composed. I didn't get near as winded. My adrenaline dunks when major calls would come out were actually more composed. I was able to channel that a lot better. So I was seeing the fruits of all this. And that gave me that current inspiration. Man, you got through that. You got through that. Look, you're doing great. Everything that you've been doing, everything is panning out for the better of that. But your mind is going to tell you, man, this is new. This kind of sucks. You just chill out. You've been going hard in the paint for so long. You know, this is two and a half weeks, Chris, of every day you're sitting here doing all this. Just relax. Breathe a little bit. You know, you deserve that time. And it goes back to an episode I had not too long ago about quit negotiating with yourself. Unknowingly, my mind was trying to negotiate with myself to gain it some rest because it was getting pushed to places of uncomfort and I was about to grow. And I take that a step further on a spiritual belief system. That was the demon inside of me saying, hey, man, chill out. You're about to do a breakthrough. You know, your, your inner positive being is about to flourish and we don't want that. So slow down, slow down a little bit. Yeah, and they start throwing that temptations at you and stuff and throwing that rest. And you know, I'm telling you, there's so much more into this than people want to realize. But the more that you better yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually, you'll see how it all makes sense, how it all comes together. And that should give you that awakening of you are doing the right thing. And you know when you are actually making a positive impact on yourself because you're starting to understand why all these outside sources are people calling you out of nowhere and, you know, dogging you or, Hey man, I support you, but so-and-so over here, they're, they're not really about what you're doing. Who cares? Who cares about all that? You know what you're doing. You know, your mission, you finally figured out why. So once you know your why, like we're talking about this whole episode is what's your why. Once you know your mission and once you know your why, you are going to be unstoppable. The only worst criticism there should ever be is yourself. You should respect, no, don't get me wrong and don't misunderstand me. Respect your company officers, respect your battalion chiefs, respect those of authority that are above you because that is their job. And when you and your crew excel, yes, that is also your company officer's success, but that does not stop you from your personal success of your personal growth of everything that you've come through. So once you once you realize all this and you start applying it to your life, you will have that sense of humble unstoppableness because you know what you've endured through. You know, your driver, you know, your company officer, they don't see what you do on your off time. They just see you when you're on that shift. You know, your wife, obviously she's there. Your, your spouse, she's always there. Mine has been wonderful in my support. There's a lot of times where it might be nine o'clock at night. Hey, babe, I'm about to go hit my run. She may not be about it because she'd rather have the downtime, but she respects it. She understands it. And when she sees it, it actually makes me feel a little better Then she's thankful for that. And in return, I show her the same. She says, hey, babe, I'm about to go do this. And so that's that give and take. And I support her as she supports me. Now, I couldn't be happier with my relationship. But again, you just got to find out what your why is. I just really want to drive that home. You're all on a mission, and I hope you understand what your why is and why your why is so important. So I hope you all got some value out of this today. Um, again, 
I've got a lot of great things coming up as far as podcast relations. You know, Brother Ian Schultz just created a, a new graphic, put that out there on online and social media today for the Rogue Tailboard. Spot on. He said it came with some influence, and that was the uh, the fruition of his internal thoughts of what motivated him. I couldn't be happier with the turnout, so feel free to go check it out. Give it a like on there. Um, he is going to be a guest coming up in the turn of 2022. Very excited to talk about him. You got Brother Eddie Steele coming up, too, starting of the year. Something a little different. We're going to be dissecting the way of the warrior. Um, that's such a great story there. He's been throwing little tidbits on it if you're a follower of his. And um, I'm just really excited to touch on that with him. That man has got an outstanding mentality that a lot can learn and just benefit from to be better. And I got Brother Kevin Lewis coming up. I got... Jim, we got Jim Moss from Fire Fire Success. There's, I'm so blessed to be able to sit down in my career to be able to have these talks with such well-rounded, positive individuals that are single-handedly making the fire service better. And here next week, I get to sit down with Mark Von Appen and talk about the rogue mentality, which stemmed a lot of my influence reading how he is describing this mindset and I was like, man, that's before I even knew there's a so-called title on it. That's that's my approach. That is the mentality I have. So I was immediately drawn to that. And uh had an outstanding talk with Devin Craig of Train or Die. If y'all have not listened to that episode, I highly encourage you to listen to it. And that that man is unbelievable. Down to earth, humble dude, but loves his training. Uh so much knowledge just shared in that hour and a half of conversation. So guys, again, I'm just, I'm so humbled that God just gave me this opportunity, let alone to being able to speak to others. You know, it's almost unheard of someone out there that's kind of the voice of the rookie. You know, I'm 34. It doesn't matter age perception wise, as far as being a rookie new in the service, but to be able to talk to a lot of very vetted seasoned firemen and to be able to just help, share their input on rookie related aspects and stuff to this extent versus their wonderful knowledge of tactical approaches, which is still such a benefit to gain from, but that's not necessarily my forte of things to truly be asking. I'd rather learn and be that student as far as when that kind of speaking goes. So I just can't thank you guys enough for continuing to support me. Uh, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and uh, I hope you guys continue to set the standard within yourselves and help bring everyone up around you on a better, higher, positive level than where they are at now. So y'all stay tuned. Thank you guys for everything.